Y'all ever eat a shark? <laughs> Welcome back to Articulate with Steve McJones. That was my impression of this week's guest, Drew Montana. This guy is everywhere, all across Philly in the comedy scene. First time I actually saw him uh, was the first time Helium had an open mic after the pandemic back in, I think it was like February. But yeah, I went out just to you know see what the scene was like. And uh, I was like, yo, they got, they got drunk ants hosting... They got musical acts, they got stoner acts, just, it was amazing. Drew was the stoner act, by the way. <laughs> but, uh, no, no, he's cool, man. He runs, uh, you know, the Raven, of course, uh, on Thursdays, longest running open mic. Uh, also, Durag and the Deer Tag is his podcast with Naeem Ali. Amazing, it's on YouTube, definitely check it out. I actually, you know, see a couple episodes live when you show up to Raven, a little bit early on a Monday, which is awesome because I saw some dudes do some shots of uh, breast milk, which was fun. So definitely go ahead and check that out. But yeah, this episode's fun because I knew Drew and I would definitely connect on being degenerates when we were kids. And so that's like the main thing that we talk about for the first half of this episode. And then we get into, you know, his kind of experience with comedy and things like that. This is like, you know, it's his life now. Uh, and so he talks about when he started and getting into the whole thing and it's really um it's really cool to to get a bit of a background on him because coming into the scene again i i saw him at helium which is like you know it's a comedy club it's a it's a real comedy club as opposed to just a, an open mic and uh getting a background gives him a little bit more depth in my opinion and again you know we just connect on fucking doing drugs and uh and shitting in people's yards i guess yeah we're actually planning a date to um to shit in a bag and light it on fire in front of somebody's yard. So uh, if you know anybody that needs to be targeted, uh, definitely hit me up so I can shit in a bag, light it on fire, and put it on their front porch. You can DM it to me on Instagram at uh, Steve McJ. You can also just DM it to Drew Montana. Uh, also send him as many dick pics as you can take. Seriously, use up all the memory in your phone just for dick pics. Send them all to Drew Montana's Instagram at Drew Montana. And uh yeah, enjoy the episode. Yeah, bro. I mean candles Oh, I was just watching the uh Patrice O'Neill special that you're telling me about. Oh the elephant in the room? Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah, dude. That's the most misogynistic shit I've yeah. ever seen in my life. It's, it's so hilarious. great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you should be responsible for safe sex. It's amazing. <laughs> he doesn't he just doubles down on it too. On everything. That's why he was so good, dude. I yeah. like the the one where he's talking about um was it like how if he went missing, he would bring a white baby and just tie it to his belt loop? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would kill me. That was right at the beginning, too. That's yeah, funny as fuck. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have today uh, Drew Montana. How you doing today, sir? I'm good, dude. I'm good. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> I appreciate you coming out. Uh, I do have a first question for you. Uh, so what would be the best animal meat to eat that you haven't tried? besides shark because obviously shark meat is going to be your first go-to yeah yeah we're getting right into it i like yeah. this show um <laughs> gazelle maybe gazelle you, like haven't, you gazelle. haven't tried gazelle no right. is that a common dish on these know, parts? No. Like, yeah. <laughs> for a guy again do rag in the deer tag you feel like you know deer tag would have tried some gazelle by now but. yeah dude i've eaten very limited like i've eaten small game i've eaten a squirrel rabbit nice uh frog legs so like weird shit like that <laughs> um I never ate, like, elk okay. or, like, moose. Moose would be good. I, I feel think. like moose would be fire. Yeah, uh, elk. I feel like elk's cliche, though. Well, but why gazelle is my... Because that was the first one that you said. 
Cause I, they run real fast. <laughs> maybe that you know what I mean. Yeah, maybe, they gotta be lean, right? Yeah. And it's like to eat a gazelle. It just sounds like a beautiful thing. I think know? if you slow cook a gazelle in the crock pot, it would be be real good. Dude, anything in the crock pot. Was that you that has a bit about the yeah, crock pot? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, I don't even know if it's like a bit. I've talked about it before on stage though. Like whenever things are in my crock pot at home, I just get real excited. And then like I'm at open mics like doing dumb jokes. And I'm like, dude, I got a damn white chicken chili simmering right now. It's on about hour five. I need to go add the jalapenos. Like, No, you were like the, the joke that I like. You were like, yeah, it's the only way I can cook a meal. I can come home, get like be fucked up, cook the meal, and then it'll be ready by the next morning yeah. like, when I'm ready to go. Yeah. No, I love that, dude. I come home hammered and just like throw things in the crock pot and then wake up and there's a damn brisket in my kitchen. I'm throw like, nice. fucking frog legs and gizzos. Yeah. Or something, right? That'd be yeah. the next move. Frog legs are overrated. They're not that good. Really? Yeah. Well, that's sad. They're considered a delicacy, I think, but they, they taste like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> I feel like that's what you should expect and then they just package it it up and call it gourmet yeah true (laughs) i think that's most like gourmet things like snails people like get excited about eating escargot i'm like that looks horrible it's fucking gross dude it feels like a lot of the times like my mom would get like fish that was gourmet and it still had like the head and the eyes and shit (laughs) i'm like oh you mean they spent less time yeah that's really what (laughs) this means all right (laughs) good good solid uh solid opener uh so uh where did you grow up actually by the way um so i was born in phil like norristown area um, but I moved to Syracuse, like outside of Syracuse when I was three or four, like I think I was just about to turn four and we moved up there okay. and then, uh, is that like a suburban area or was, so uh, Sy- I say Syracuse cause like no one knows where Tully, New York is. <laughs> um, but I grew up in Tully, which is like 15 minutes outside of Syracuse. Okay. Syracuse is a city. It's like a smaller city. Um, it's mainly like, like the college and then like the hood and like poverty and that's it it's like college students and poor people and then but i i wasn't like in the city i grew up like 15 minutes outside of that in like a suburban small town yeah Um, yeah, yeah. so like for fun did you go in the city and do hood rat shit or like i did hood rat shit more in like Cortland, which is a smaller city that's like 15 minutes in the other direction probably like 10 minutes from where i lived so i had like friends out there that i played sports with but, like, mostly, dude, we did, like, redneck shit. Like, I would, like, shoot small animals with BB guns. Oh, yeah. And, uh, like, go four-wheeling. Dude, we used to do this, like, dumb Because th- there was no police department in my town. Right. So it was, like, the county sheriffs. And, like, they would only come through, like, you'd maybe see one a week. Like, on a... Oh, shit, that's nice. Yeah, dude, they were never around. <laughs> so, like, unless they got called for, like, some shit we were doing. So, yeah, we used to do whatever, dude. We'd, like, for fun, just, like, stand on these giant rock piles. Because, like, the town near me had, like, these giant gravel piles that they just, like, I guess used the gravel for shit when people (laughs) needed it. I don't know. We would stand on the piles and, like, throw rocks at cars as they were coming by. Hell yeah. uh, Yeah, dude, like, crazy shit. We used to go, uh, yetiing. You know what yetiing is? (laughs) It's when, uh, you get, like, some... I don't think this is, like, a specific thing anybody knows about. I think we just made this up. Okay. But uh, <laughs> my friend, he had a Chewbacca costume. My next-door neighbor, actually. My man, Jake Guy. Shout out him. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Chewbacca. And we used to, like, dress up in that. And he had traffic cones, too. His dad had a lot of shit, because he used to, like... 
What's the the guy that goes in houses and like clears shit out after the house? Oh, like get, a repo like, man. Or yeah. Something? Yeah. So he did that. So he just had like random shit. So we had like traffic cones. Yeah, right yeah, the plug for everything. I just want to, before you finish this story, I want to tell you there's nobody else that has done yetiing for sure. Yeah. Just based off the beginning <laughs> of the story. No, I'm thinking about it after I said that. Um, <laughs> so well, all it requires is a dead small animal, some caution tape, uh, traffic cones, and a Chewbacca costume. That's okay. all you need to have a great time. And an intersection. So, you block off the intersection with traffic cones. It, it's like a four-way stop, so, like, people are going to stop anyway. Right. But they pull up to the stop, and then there's traffic cones, and they're like, what the fuck? And then, over the intersection, like, the phone wires, right. you t- you get, like, a squirrel. We did it with squirrels, usually. Okay. So, you would tie the squirrel's tail, like, tie a knot with caution tape, and then the other end, you'd throw it over the phone wire... So the squirrel's just like dangling from the Jesus phone wire Christ. with caution tape. This gets, it gets okay. No, like, no, I'm, yeah. I'm on board with it, <laughs> yeah. dude. I love it. It's like haunting the shit out of people. It's yeah. Just tight. So people are, are like rolling up at night and they're like, all right, this road's closed. There's a damn squirrel with caution tape hanging over. And then we'd be in like a Chewbacca costume and you'd just like run out and grab the squirrel and run away. And then I don't think like, I, I've never heard an account of somebody that witnessed this. So, like, I don't know what their opinion of it was, but, like, to us, we thought it was the coolest thing ever. But, like, they probably were like, these kids are retarded. What are they doing? <laughs> now, think about that. That does not make sense. No, yeah, I mean, that sounds amazing. I, I, I don't even know if it was real. If you don't have any account, did that actually happen? Yeah. I don't know if that... No, could... this happened many times. We can call a guy and ask him about Yeti. Damn, dude. Um, it, yeah, I, I don't I, even know if I have his number anymore. I will message him though. And he send you the screenshots. Like, you remember didn't even, like, yetting? Cause them any like harm or anything? You just kind of like, did they just drive around the cone after that, or did you pick up the cone in the Chewbacca costume? No, it was like, funny. Sometimes people would turn around. That was like the highlights of my weekends. <laughs> like, and we would do it. We had so many traffic cones that we would just like set up these crazy detours that were fake. Oh, nice. <laughs> just, like, just like block off like half of the road so like two people are driving at each other on the other side. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But it was pretty funny when we caused like major serious injuries. Never caused deaths. Alright. So, yeah. Well I was gonna say like uh I mean I grew up in a like a neighborhood too and we I mean we didn't we didn't come up with anything creative like that, but you know, we were throwing like snowballs at cars and shit. Yeah, dude. And I actually got caught by the cops for that. That was fun. Snowballing uh, cars was always fun. Yeah. Cause like you grew up in PA, right? I grew up in Ohio actually. Okay, so they get a lot of snow. Yeah. yeah so y'all you know like when the snow the snow plow comes through and it pushes like all the snow on like the banks of the sides of the yeah, road yeah. and then you can make like tunnels through there yeah, and pop up sh- and throw yeah that's my <laughs> shit yeah yeah but it, there has to be like they have to like pile it up perfectly so yeah. you can go through it but once you do that once you have like an actual igloo you're like how is this even being supported I don't know right. it's like a child it's crazy yeah dude uh, upstate New York it's all snow from like end of October, like, they, I just talked to my mom on the way here, actually, and they already have snow on the ground. She's like, it's sunny today, so I'm gonna go outside for a little bit, and I'm like, uh, no. That sucks, yeah. dude, I didn't realize that. That's yeah, trash. it's horrible. <laughs> uh, we also used to do, um, uh, works bombs, you ever heard of those? Works bombs. Yeah, uh, where you take works, like the cleaning stuff from toilets, it's and called it works. Up. Well, you put it in a, <laughs> you put it, we got, this is how we got creative, with science. 
you put it in a water bottle. You put a little bit of aluminum balls in there. Oh, shit. And then you, you screw it on and shake it up. And the chemical reaction makes the, the plastic blow up as big as it can. And then come, and then it sounds like a fucking gunshot in the woods. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, it was tight. And then people would get pissed at us for it. And we're like, why? We're just having fun. Is it like an actual shit. explosion? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we used to do that with like, um, we'd make like sock bombs out of like axe cans or like spray paint cans oh, yeah. and socks. Nah, see that's yeah. that's low level shit, bro. You yeah, it, it is. <laughs> but dude, those make a big explosion. <laughs> like a full spray paint can is like an ex- an ex- impressive explosion. No, I like when they when they, when you light them though. Sometimes it doesn't explode, but it starts like spinning the the spray paint yeah. around. If you see, yeah, those. you got to get them very hot. We um, I had an old ottoman one time. And this was crazy too, dude. I like. Some of these stories do sound completely made up, like Game of Thrones type shit. Ask Jake Guy about any of them. We had an old ottoman in like a burn pit in my backyard. And then um, we were like, we always wanted to shoot a flaming arrow. We're like, that'd be fucking fun. I mean, yeah. And like, they're easy. Who doesn't want to shoot a flaming yeah, arrow? Yeah, he had a bow and arrow. So like, we figured out, just take like a rag, tie it around the top of it, whatever. True. Or like, get it on the top of it. And then just dip that in like gas or lighter fluid. Fucking, that seems like it should work fine, yeah. right? It, dude, it works perfectly. <laughs> like, and everybody in the suburbs has gasoline just lying around, so this isn't a stretch. Okay. But um, yeah, dude, and then we like covered the ottoman in a little bit of gas, and it took two shots, but we hit it the second time, and then there was a spray paint can in the ottoman. That's the way and, to do it. Is like put the spray paint can in. Yeah. Where the fire would so be. it took like probably five to ten minutes to like get hot enough to blow, but okay. that shit was. Boom, like a crazy fucking... Oh, yeah, it was wild, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I miss doing stuff like that, man. Dude, like that's what I, I... Like, I still wish I could do stuff like yeah. that. There was a couple years ago, like... you probably done ding-dong ditching before, All right? the time, yeah, yeah. it's a classic, right? Yeah. We actually used to, like, uh, like fuck with their yard before we would ding-dong ditch them. So, like, Solid, one time, yeah. like, he shat... I had a friend who shat in a woman's pool. That was cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's, like, a couple of years ago, it was, like, we were in college, and this was, had been years since we'd done anything. We're like, you know... Let's get, it was summer, like, let's get fucked up and try to do something like this. And then it's just, like, weird because you realize it's, like, 4 a.m. And yeah. there's, like, a baby crying when you ring the yeah. doorbell. Dude, it's not just... as fun when you're an adult. And, like, mm-hmm. also, it is cra- like, You could probably go to jail for that. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, as a 15-year-old, like, you don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. 15, you'll, like, throw a brick through somebody's car and be like, ah, oh, fuck them. <laughs> like... <laughs> But yeah. yeah, now you're like, no, it's crazy. Nah, it's cool though. We uh, we actually did, we fuck with fire shit too. So like, we were lighting newspapers on fires and just putting them in front of people's like houses and shit. That's one I never. I always wanted to do like the Billy Madison like shit on fire. Like, <laughs> but I I didn't. For some reason, we never did it. We used to do uh, shitting in a bag is the thing that really keeps people from doing that one. That's the hardest part of the whole process. Yeah, is like. You know, and then you got to, you're doing it in the bathroom, so that way you have something to wipe with, but that's kind of weird to shit in a bag, yeah. so maybe do it outside. Then do you put the wipe. toilet paper in the bag, too? It, I see, that's a good question. It's, yeah. You know, it's, there's a lot of, there's so many decisions that go into it. That's one I still got to cross off the list. Yeah. Um, we could do that tonight, dude. We could do that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did, um, we used to tie, like, fishing strings to people's, like, door knockers. Oh, sure. it, it was, it's rare, because, like, 
people don't have door knockers like that anymore, I guess. <laughs> but, like, in the suburbs... No, in the suburbs, they do. Like, those big fucking, like, three, four-bedroom houses, like... Really? Yeah. Damn. Just sitting on a nice driveway with a yard. They always have, like, door knockers. And they're not, like, the big ones. They're just, like, the little, like, metal yeah. things. But you could tie a fishing string to that and then just go across the street and just, like... <laughs> Slightly pull it. People be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, they wouldn't. They fun. wouldn't see the string. Not if it's a clear string. If you get like a two pound Tesla or a two oh, yeah. test pound, I don't know what the terms are. Yeah, but yeah, some <laughs> some fishing strings very like them. Tight. You ever get in trouble for doing anything like that? Yeah, all the time. Oh, for sure. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> that was the fun part. This um, kid actually got tased one time just running from a ding dong. Really? Dish. Yeah, a ding dong ditch scenario. He was a shit kid. Like he had a history for sure. Like, the cops, I'm sure they had ulterior motives trying to get him down, too, but he was running, and, uh, yeah, they tased him. I was small enough of a town where, like, if I got in trouble with a group of my friends, somebody knew one of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, like, it was always, like, we'll talk to your parents at fucking church or something, I'm like, well, I won't be there, so I don't care. <laughs> um, like, once or twice we got in trouble with the cops, but it was always, like, stupid shit where they'd just, like, bring you home. Yeah. And then just let you like go. Like tell your parents. Yeah. yeah. And your like, parents get paid. Dude, this one time, me and my friend Mike got caught with, uh, we both had metal baseball bats, and we were just like walking down this one street, just like smashing mailboxes. Hell just yeah. Like, dude, like literally every mailbox on this street just like destroyed. And then the cops rolled up on us, and we just threw the bats into the ditch, and they were like, what'd you just throw into the ditch? And we were like, nothing. And then they went and got the metal bats, and we were like... Alright, and then they were like, did you smash the mailboxes? We were like, nah, we just came from baseball practice. And they were like, that's nowhere near where we are right now. What are you talking about? And then, they literally just brought us home, though. And then I remember when I was like 18, like, no, probably like 19 or 20. Because I was doing a lot of Xanax at the time. Oh, yeah. We used to steal mailboxes and then just like rip them out of the ground and just like throw them. Play. We were <laughs> fucked up. But then I remember my dad found out one time, and he's like, dude, that's a felony. Like, you can't do that. Like, you can't destroy <laughs> people's mailboxes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, like, I destroyed 70 of them that one day, and right. no one gave a fuck. So. Yeah, and you they just dropped you back off. Yeah. So, see, I never got to do... Because oh, I, like I was white, dude. Mostly because you were white. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that goes for, like, every suburban yeah. white neighborhood, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Uh, but I never got to, I feel like you missed out with the metal bats. You weren't even in a car. Like, I feel like half of the fun is like being in the car, yeah. getting the momentum on them. I mean, we were like 15, so like. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, we had to get running starts. Yeah. <laughs> <these mailboxes> <laughs> but. No, so I never did that, but we did accidentally uh, catch a mailbox on fire and then it was just gone the next day. That's funny. <laughs> it was, like a wooden mailbox? Yeah. Imagine like you walk outside and you're like, where the fuck is our mailbox? Just because like it's not, right. like you have to see the pile, pile of ash on the ground. Yeah. Did you grow up in a place where like people have fancy mailboxes at some houses? Sometimes. Like most of them were like the metal mailbox, but like right. you'd occasionally have that fucking douchebag neighbor that has like a birdhouse mailbox or yeah. something. Yeah, I it's hated got, those. Like, flowers and shit. Yeah, those, those ones are the target. Yeah, we would sure. target those for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know what you're doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There was this kid, Dan Morris, that I fucking hated. And that's I'm good for that. I'll come on people's podcasts and just name drop people yeah, that'll okay. never hear it. Yeah. So, not saying your podcast isn't shit, but Dan Morris is a retard. He wouldn't listen to something okay. this high quality. I'm not saying that Dan isn't a retard, but, but people also don't listen to the podcast, <laughs> so it's fine. Um, <laughs> dude, long story short, like I didn't like him in high school, whatever. Like We had problems, and... um. 
dude, I I destroyed maybe no bullshit like eight to ten of his family's mailboxes. <laughs> like they would just keep replacing them, and we would just go and like rip it out of the ground and smash it up and like fuck that person. Yeah, mailbox. fuck him, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we had. This one lady that was uh, Miss Testerman, mm-hmm. which Miss Testicleman. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was just easy, a bitch. Teacher. Easy target. Yeah, yeah. And then she. Oh, she was a teacher. Yeah, even Damn. easier of a target, yeah. you know. But at some point, she kind of figured it out, and because it was like Fridays and Saturday nights, and I, we went up and ding dong ditch, and she had her like kids that are like twenty to thirty years old, <laughs> like come out and chase us immediately <laughs> after. It's got to be so easy for teachers to like. Cause we had teachers that we would fuck with too. Our vice principal was a bitch, so we would always like go to her house and fuck with her. Of course. But like, it's got to be so easy for teachers to know who it is. You know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. not like one out of ten times. No, maybe more than that. I don't know. Like three out of ten times, say, does your house get randomly ding dong ditched? But like most of the time, you know whose house it is you're hitting. Yeah. So and also like when she sees a group of like you and your friends giggling the next day, she's like, "All right, these fucking idiots." Like, <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. And like I don't know, you have to limit. You know, imagine the amount of the school. There's probably like the the good kids, and then there's gonna be the kids that live near you and are also degenerates. Right. Like she could figure it out pretty quickly. Yeah. If she's smart, most teachers are dumb though, so that's just how. No, I'm just playing. Now, I'm like, yeah, I was gonna say it's, at the time they were idiots, but like. No, yeah, looking back now, they're still idiots, most of them. <laughs> most of my teachers were dumb as hell. Again, I, I don't know. Some people, some teachers do it. Like, I've met people for, like, uh, you know, they do it for noble reasons. They want to, like, teach the kids and shit like that. But a lot of times, I find that it's just townies that couldn't figure anything out else to do with their life. And yeah. They just have, like, authority over the children. Yeah, it's like, it's a 50-50 spread, I guess. Or, like, 50-50, whatever. Like, some people really care about kids, and some people just want to fuck them. You know what I mean? Some (laughs) people just want to get close to kids and have sex with them. So, when was the first time you fucked a kid? Uh, (laughs) I was probably 14. Okay, nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I didn't... How old were they? Like, 10? Like, uh, About... Actually... (laughs) <laughs> actually no 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 no, no it's not no yeah um uh, i guess it's i don't know it, it's only weird if you make it weird like when you're also a kid who gives a fuck yeah but like when you're 27 you're like oh that's weird 12 year olds but yeah, yeah, yeah it is what it is dog yeah for sure and like i don't know at that time i mean i remember thinking that person is going to be very, very attractive, you know, when I Oh, she's up. so hot now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. if you can see the potential, it's like, yeah. and you're you're able to. You know she does saying? heroin and she's still hot. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's well, crazy. You might still have a chance. No, dude, I, <laughs> I've tried multiple times. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, remember that time when you were 12? Yeah, remember, That's your yeah. end? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so like when, where did like comedy kind of come in in the whole process there for you? influence wise like, oh, we, we, like oh, we, um, obviously the pranks and shit were probably just fun joking around and yeah around. i mean i always liked shit like that like i was always nervous in front of people so i didn't like think comedy could happen but i guess like hmm. not nervous in front of people I, I always did shit to get a laugh if that makes sense well like, i, mean, I always do like, like goofy dumb shit like the yeti thing is like that's obviously just to make your friends crack yeah crack uh, yeah stupid shit like that we were doing like Definitely, like, always taking things too far, and they'd be like, whoa, that's mean. I'm like, I thought we were being funny. (laughs) Um, Dude, it was definitely, like, girls, though. I was nervous to, like, do shit in front of girls, because I was like, oh, these girls are hot. Like, they don't want to see me be 
act stupid. So I would like do goofy shit in front of my friends, and then girls would come around, and I'd be like, uh, and like get nervous. And then I went to college, and I was like, oh, like ugly girls and hot girls are all the same. They all think the same, dude. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think like everybody's nervous in front of like hot girls when they're young. But I think I took it to like my sophomore year in college, and then my dude, my boy was like, yo, like. Well, you you don't have to only fuck ugly chicks and like be nervous around hot chicks. And I was like, oh, all right, cool. And then I started crushing shit. And then uh, I don't even know how we got on here. Now I'm just bragging about pussy. <laughs> <laughs> it was about comedy. So basically, you had to get comfortable. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get comfortable like in front of people, I guess. Well, especially attractive people. That makes yeah, you, yeah. Well, it's funny that it's, you say that because we were actually uh, on Friday. It's not the same situation, but on Friday after you did, like, the headlining set at the college mm-hmm. class, it's like, like, I've seen you at open mics, and, you know, you, you are the host, and, you know, you're big time, but you're also, like, working open mics in Philly and stuff like that. Dude, yeah, I'm, like, I'm any bull. I'm just trying to be out here, like, be funny for my friends right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly, but it's it's this, a similar thing, like, like, when I first started, it's, like, being uh, self-conscious in front of people who seem like they're super experienced. Right. And, like, super well-versed. And, like, <clears throat> I don't feel as funny in front of those people because I'm more nervous to make dumb jokes or some shit yeah. like that. Nah, dude, fuck that. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, that's what makes people laugh is just being stupid, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I'm so bad at giving advice. Well, no, and that's what, <laughs> I don't feel that anymore. But, like, I remember, like, coming into the scene. It's the same way, like I said, like, around hot girls, instead of realizing that they're just another person yeah. that you can just fuck around with, it's like, alright, they just want to see you. No, exactly. I mean, like, even I still get like that sometimes, where, like, it's weird. Like, if I go to, like, New York, and I'm on, like, a lineup of, like, fucking seven people, and they all got, like, this person was on Conan, this person Credit. was on... Yeah, and I'm like, they're like, Drew was on his fucking dumb podcast. <laughs> and I'm like, shit. But yeah, dude, it's always, like, once you get I feel like once, like, I hear the first initial laugh, I'm like, all right, we're good. Like, yeah, we can figure it out now. That's the comfort zone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So, did you start, like, watching comedy at some point? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I watched... I remember the first comedy shit I saw was, like, uh, the Blue Collar Tour. Like, Larry Larry the Cable Guy, oh, Ron really? White, and... Uh, Foxworthy, dude, I thought they were the fucking shit. Hell yeah. I'm like, Larry the Cable Guy is the greatest comedian to ever live. It's not even a question. Hey, this is Larry the Cable Guy. And somebody as educated as I am, where do I turn to? NASA TV. I still fuck with Larry. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's like, it's definitely a certain type of humor. Like, I like Dane Cook, you know what I mean? Dude, I used to love Dane Cook. Dane Cook's old bits about, like, um, the B and E dude breaking and entering. What was the the Burger King bit? Burger King, the Burger King drive through, and oh, the the. You had some sweet stars. Who's the the Kool Aid man? Yeah, coming through the wall is real fucking cool. Using the front door is cool. Don't touch me, you drink. Don't touch me, you giant beverage. Oh Dane yeah, cool. yeah. That, like those were some of my first experiences with it for sure. Yeah, the YouTube videos are like the drawn versions of yeah. the sketches. Those that's like a deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, I forgot about those. The monopoly one dude. dude i'm trying to think if i saw that or blue collar tour first oh shit yeah because they were around the same he, dude, yeah he had like what was it, like three years where he was just like he didn't he do madison square garden dane was on fire yeah, yeah. and then he just like like three years and it was done like, yeah. i never heard from him like, yeah that's i mean that's all i need you know <laughs> like, yeah I, I would take that i heard dane cook was like the first guy like the first comic to figure out social media 
Oh, really? Like, they credit him sense. with, like, the MySpace shit. Like, Dane Cook apparently blew up on MySpace. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I wasn't. I was fucking, like, six, seven when that happened. Yeah. But, yeah, dude. Dane Cook and, like, Larry the Kid, or Blue Collar Tour was the shit. And then, after that, it was just, like, Chappelle Show. Right. Like, I fucked with Chris Rock. And the, but I didn't, like, really get into comedy, like, heavy until probably, like, 2017, 18. Because I did a podcast, too, but it was, um, you know The Breakfast Club? Yeah. Kinda. It was kind of like that. It was just, like, a hip-hop show. Okay. Like, we talked about music. And, like, I was always trying to be funny on that, and they weren't, like, weren't. Oh. So I was like, oh, fuck this. And then I started listening to Rogan, and then, uh... He had a little bit of humor in yeah. while he was talking about the sports, right? But, well, even, he was, like, putting me on to all the other comics. He was, like... Because okay. he was having on, like, Theo and, like... I'd, I'd heard of, like, Opie and Anthony, but, like, I'd never listened to them. And then, like, he was talking about, like, all the days back then. So, I found so many comics just from listening to Rogan. And then, uh, obviously, like, finding out who else is in that circle. And I just dove into it, man. I'm like, I fucking love this shit. Yeah, it just became, like, a like a hobby almost yeah. for you. And that, yeah, once I started it, I'm like, oh, this is what I do now. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, so, when life. did you do your first show? Uh, June 11th. 2019. June 11th, yeah. 2019. Will not forget, dude. <laughs> at, How at did you decide to do it? And like, Because, uh, yeah, I wasn't doing shit until I started college. I was just, like, bored every night. And, like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> life sucked. Yeah, no, it, it, uh, life does suck. And then that's why you do comedy. Yeah. Just to laugh dude, about how much it sucks, I guess. It's been so much better now that I have shit to do, though. Because, yeah. like, cause, like, after, it's weird, because I stayed down here. And, like, all my friends that, like, also stayed here from college, like, slowly started moving away. And, like... Right. So, it was a weird time. And then, uh... Yeah, like, I had, like, all only shitty jobs. So, I was making no money. Right. And just, like, stealing bagels from Giant every day to eat because I was poor. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, it, like, and also... So, like, what what pushed you then? Like, what was... I know you were, like, getting into it. Well, right? some, were... some girl that I worked with, I actually got a decent job. And, like, made money where I could eat more than a bagel every day. <laughs> and then, uh, a stolen bagel. Yeah, yeah. I could buy bagels now. Nice. Um, this girl at my job, she was like, oh, she was so hot. And she was like, oh, you're funny. Was like, we took lunch together one day. And I was just, like, trying to do anything to impress her. Right. And she was like, oh, you're funny. You should try comedy. And I was like, that's a foreign idea. And then, like, right after that, this guy I went to school with, uh, college with, he tried comedy at Grape Room. I remember okay. I googled like open mic comedy because I was listening to like Rogan and shit and like trying to figure out like they were all saying like you just gotta if you want to do comedy just do open mics and I was like all right where and I was like googling it and nothing was like it's hard to google like yeah. open mic 100%. comedy and fil- so they were giving me like good good theater <laughs> which had shut down I think like helium which is like kind of hard yeah to so and like. With it. Doing yeah, open mics. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, that wasn't even, like, on my radar yet. I'm like, nah, I don't think that's what people do. <laughs> right. Um, and then this, this fucking dumbass kid that I went to school with, he did, he, like, posted. He's like, yo, I'm doing open mic comedy at the Grape Room in Manioc. Everybody come see it. And I didn't go, but he sent me the video of it. And it was so bad, dude. It was horrible. <laughs> and he crushed. Because he brought, like, 40 people. And he just, oh, like, shit. brought his friends and, like, family and shit. Yeah. So, uh... For his first time? Yeah. 
Damn, that's a bold move. He was like a popular kid. Okay. But uh, for some reason, he like... I think he had that idea that everyone has when they first start comedy where they're like, oh, this is so much... It's going to be easy. Yeah, like, I got this. I can just be funny on stage. Yeah, like remember watching specials before you tried it and you're like, oh, I could fucking do that. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, everyone did. But yeah, that guy... What, I don't want to say his name, but he did the fucking Pat Whalen. Um, he did comedy bomb. Like I thought it sucked, but he killed. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna do it. Hell yeah! And then uh, yeah, we just got into it, dude. How the yeah? So well, so what was the comedy scene like when you started? Like joining, like joining in. It's still kind of similar. It's yeah. You think? I was like, I don't know. I was like the only new person that I knew of. Like nobody time. joined with you at the yeah. same time. Okay. So, like, people had started, like, a few months ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, like, Pete Ackenroth started a little bit before me. Um, really? I don't know, like, a couple people. Um, I forget. But, yeah, a lot of them started, like, right before me. And then, so, when I started, like, they were, like, three, four months since. So, they kind of knew a little bit what they were doing. And, like, they had friends. Right. So, it was all, like, foreign to me. Like, I thought they were fucking... I remember seeing, like, Zoe Dixon and, like, Finesica, and I'm like, oh, they're the shit. And, like, they are the shit. I love both of them. Right. But, like, their first times I saw both of them, they crushed. And, like, everyone was like, oh, good shit to them after. So I was like, damn, that's what I strive for. Yeah. Is to be Finesica. <laughs> <laughs> I still love Finesica. Literally, the first time I saw her, I told my friends afterwards. I'm like, dude, there's this girl, Finesica, in the city. She's a monster. She's famous. She's got to be. Yeah. And it was just off of like one regular set at Comedy Joint. And then yeah. like you get into it and you realize like, oh, everybody occasionally has a decent set at yeah. Comedy Joint. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. No, it's, uh, I, I think we've talked about this before, but it's like, again, coming into the comedy scene, you know, you, you shouldn't, I don't know, like I show up and you see somebody that looks kind of awkward and like, oh, they're probably going to suck up on stage. Yeah. And then they go up and they fucking kill and you're like, damn, now I got to like yeah. <laughs> step my game up to, to be better. That's you know? something like I still catch myself and like I try not to, but like I'm so judgmental and I don't want to be. Right. It's hard. But yeah, dude, like I, I see people and judge books by their cover immediately. Like, people who say they don't are fucking liars, and they want to be philosophers so bad. They're like, they just regurgitate quotes that they see on Twitter. Like, don't judge books by their cover. Like, oh, you fucking don't see people when they approach you? Yeah. Like, yeah. And and sometimes, my friend and I actually got to the bottom of this, is that sometimes that first judgment is for a reason, you know? Like, yeah. there's some shitty people that look shitty because they live a shitty life, yeah. you know? Maybe you should, you know, second guess your initial judgment but i also think yeah there might be a little something dude there. four out of five times you're gonna be right judging books by their cover like maybe 95 out of 100 times you'll be right like right. it's very good chances that this piece of shit that looks like a piece of shit is actually a, a piece, piece of, of shit. shit yeah right <laughs> that's interesting so then you started doing it with all these people uh and started out and you know thought that they were killing so you, they kind of inspired you a little bit or you yeah kind of uh i mean my first set was like it was decent but i knew like after i did it i was like oh i'll never do those jokes again but like <laughs> i got a couple laughs and i was like all right like we're on to a start right. and then um dude i used to watch so much stand-up when i first started that like I was just trying to pull ideas from, like, everyone else's shit. Yeah, and like, then, Tom Segura, you're, like, throwing... Yeah, and then it just gets diluted, so I'm, like... Cause I used to watch a ton of Theo Vaughn. I love Theo. Mm-hmm. And, like, Theo's got crazy, like, stories about, like, catching monkeys that got loose from the circus and, like, wild shit. And I was, like, oh, I like 
saw some crazy hillbilly shit. Maybe I could just do stories like that. Right. So, like, that's what it started with, was just, like, y'all gave this possum some Xanax. And then people would be like, what? And then, <laughs> and I get, yeah, I was like, all right, I could just do that. Yeah. And then, so, like, how long, uh, we were talking about this the other night, how long did it take you to, like, actually get in your pocket? And what did that transition, like, did you stop talking about, like, crazy deer tag shit? That no, you I, still, I still do occasionally, but, right. like, not as much as I used to. I got to get back to that. Dude. I miss doing that. <laughs> I literally want to start doing that again. Um, I don't know. It was like right before COVID. I started to like notice I was getting decent. Yeah. And then. Um, it was like two and a half years in. That was like less than a year in. Oh. It was like right before was COVID. Was that long? Damn, yeah. yeah. COVID was like. Cause I started June 2019 and then everything shut down like March 2020. So I wasn't even a year in. Like that's when I was fucking like balls to the wall like eight months in i was like i want to fuck every microphone in the world right now <laughs> and then um like i just gotten booked on like my first two things and i was like fuck yeah and then um everything shut down and i was like this fucking sucks yeah. and then i did i did a ton of roast battles on zoom because i was like the only i didn't want to do zoom stand up yeah i did a couple of them they sucked mm-hmm. and then i did like a bunch of roast battles on zoom Dude, I actually won three roast battle tournaments over <laughs> over Zoom. And they all, like, they weren't how ours is now. They were very, like, like, you get a minute to just say whatever. And, like, you don't write any jokes. Oh, yeah. So, like, and people weren't writing anything. But I was writing, <laughs> like, some jokes and, like, researching these. Like, I researched everybody in these tournaments. That's and crazy. I was just, like, I'll write, like eight stupid jokes for each of them but they none of them were like legit jokes they were all like you look like this or whatever but um i did a bunch of those and then after like things kind of started opening back up again well once things like things weren't opening up for the longest time they were like fuck you guys comedy's dead so we did um i hit up sonia because like right before covid it was like literally like two days before the shutdown. I did a show with Jay and Lemire in Virginia, and that was like my first time like doing something out of state. And uh, they asked me, they were like, "Yo, we've been thinking about like uh, putting you on like the Raven team if you want to start hosting." I was like, "Fuck yeah!" yeah. And then um, everything shut down and Raven was done. And then I hit Sonia up and I was like, "Dude, Jay and Lemire said I could maybe host when." The mic's a thing, but it's not a thing anymore. Can I start doing it outside on the Raven Steps? And she was like, yeah. And then... Oh, hell yeah. That's, so you, you actually started that? Yeah. Nice. Um, I mean, I gotta give Jay Simpson a lot of credit, too. But, like, dude, without... It's weird saying shit like this, but I, I will confidently say it. Without me and Jay Simpson, Raven, I don't think would be alive. Oh, wow. It, like, because they weren't making any money over the summer at all they couldn't and then they had to shut down in the in the fall again we did a couple basement shows there where we would just like do it in the the bottom floor of raven yeah i've heard people talk about those ones how they were super fun it was like all underground yeah those were nuts they were packed because it was like the first time people could like do anything in like fucking eight months and we were like we're having a fucking speakeasy bar show and like (laughs) we expected like 10 people to come and they were packed they were nuts and then, um, I'm trying to think, like, how it, because Raven, and then they shut down again, like, during that second shutdown. Oh, shit. And then, um, we were still trying to do, like, the basement, and they were like, nah, you can't do it. 
But just from like... Well, and then that, what, this past February when the vaccines came out. So that was probably in fall of last, of 2020 that you started doing those underground shows. So, yeah, and they were shut down for like a good, probably six months again between that. Right, and then um, February kind of started up again. But like in that in-between time from like October to like February, like nothing had happened in that building. And I don't know how, but somehow it was just like a ton of trash piled up. So, the, like, Raven was a, if you think it's a piece of shit now, it was so bad, dude, in, like, late January, early February, and uh, me, Jay, and Chance McDonald went in there, like, five, six days in a row, and just cleaned. Oh, shit. Because, like, the, the owner doesn't do shit. He wasn't gonna fucking, he was ready to let it die, and we were like, dude, fuck that, like, yeah. like this place is wild. <laughs> and like it still is, dude. Like nowhere else in the in the world is like Raven. I don't think, at least not in the city. Right. Like right. it's an insane place. They let us do whatever the fuck we want in there, outside of like set off the fire alarms. Yeah. If I ask any like experienced comics, like, hey, what's your favorite open mic? And they're like Raven, one hundred percent. Yeah. Every time, and dude. Like, it's gotta be. Dude, as like a new open mic, I was like, Raven? Are you shitting me? This yeah. is the worst. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, but. It's also the best. It's got so much history to it, too. That's why I was like... Especially when they were like... They first said I could host there, and then they were like, psych, we're shut down. I was like, nah, bitch. Like, I'm getting my fucking... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's trash. All right. And so then from there, once you reopened... Again, once everybody reopened in February... You were already hosting shit. You you know, you had that experience, and then... Yeah. just, like, led into where you are now, or... I think, yeah, just like the, um... I don't know if I got better or everyone else got worse or, like, they slowly met in the middle. Right. But, uh, I think it was more of, like, a slow meet in the middle type thing. But, like, yeah, I didn't stop during COVID, dude. Like, I I took a couple months off and then, like, outside of that, it was just, like, fucking basement shows. Like, we were doing outside shows in the snow. Like, I was like, we're gonna fucking make this happen. And then people took 14 months off and then they started again. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> All right, uh, next question for you. Do you believe in God? Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah. I don't know, dude. You haven't thought too much about it? I did think about it a lot. I used to. Yeah. I used to go to church a lot. Right. Um, like I grew up Catholic. I got confirmed. Nice, me too. Uh, what's your confirmation name? Fucking... It's like a... Oh, dude, that's okay. You gotta pick something cool. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, did you pick like Judas or something? Xavier. Oh, well, all right. That's actually. That's way better. Yeah. Though, for sure. Um, <laughs> huge X-Men fan. Big college basketball guy. <laughs> like, let me pick something dope. They were like a two seed in the tournament that year. Yeah. I wanted to pick Carmelo for Carmelo Anthony, and they were like, nah, it's not a saint. And I was like, you sure? <laughs> um, I don't know anymore, dude. Do you have a specific belief for sure that you believe in? You were talking about simulation theory the other day. I don't know if that was a thing. I kind of believe in a simulation. Dude, I don't know. It's like, I could go for days on shit like this. If you don't have a quick answer, we could, we could maybe wrap it up, bring it back another time. Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. Do that. Cause we're coming, part two, dude. We can talk two. about God in the simulation dude, for I'm an entire hour. 100% yeah. down with that. Absolutely. Um, you almost just rattled the whole fucking circuit board, dude. <laughs> I saw your brain. I was like, all right, we don't need a definite answer right now, dude. Uh, all right. Uh, if you were going to kill yourself, how would you do it? Uh, I'd definitely take somebody with me. Um, oh, really? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Like, 
You know, I'm like, I think that's the ultimate prank is like seeing the look in somebody's eyes and you're like, no, we're both about to die right now. And they're like, wait, what? And they're like, are you fucking serious? I'm like, yeah, it's over. Like, I think it'd be so funny. Um, not like a murder-suicide. That's crazy. But like, they, they kind of knew something might, might happen in that direction. I'm a big fan of... I have gave this answer before. <laughs> Rob, Rob and Cody asked me this on their podcast. Um, I don't know why people are like, Drew, how do you want to die? Yeah. Uh, it would definitely be... It's got to be fucking skydiving and just cut the parachute. Absolutely. And then just like look back at the guy and be like, you ready for this? And he's like, are you fucking serious, dude? Like you just That's our only shoot. And I'm like, I know. Like, I've so, thought about this for years. No, I see. That's how I would do it. Either skydiving or just OD. You know, like, Yeah. OD would be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. But I like the skydiving thing, but I never considered the other guy that would be involved <laughs> in the situation. It'd be so funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, okay. Uh, what? Uh, or, wait, real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would let, just because I want this theory to be proven, I would let somebody drop a penny off the Empire State Building and hit me in the head. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would let that happen just for science. It might take a minute. It might take yeah. a minute. To, figure, yeah. to like get the aim perfect. We could put it. a tube or something there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From the top of the... Yeah. That's a good way to do it. I think that'd yeah. be nice. Actually, just to prove it. For and, science, dude. Dude, and it's like, imagine having like a penny imprint like go through your skull. That would be cool. It would be... Straight right. to the fucking core, dude. Yeah. That'd be nice. Uh, okay. <laughs> Alright. Uh, what's the best drug experience you've ever had? Mm. Damn, dude. I've had some fun times. Probably Salvia. I loved Salvia. DMT was cool, but it was like... I don't think I got anything from it. I, I was real young when I did DMT. I was like 16. Uh, so, and like, people say that, like, DMT is supposed to, like, make you reflect on, like, everything. your life and shit. And I was, like, I just got in my permit. Yeah. And I'm like, I can drive to my friend's house and do this drug? Let's do it. So, like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But Salvia, for sure. Salvia was cool, dude. I did a lot of Salvia. I had a lot of good times on that. K2 was always fun, too. Spice. I love spice. Spice, spice. I did it one time on accident, and Dude, it was amazing, to be honest. I loved it. <laughs> like, I understand it's bad for you, and, like, I haven't done it since high school, yeah. but, like, I used to sw- smoke so much spice, dude. Really? Yeah. Well, that explains a lot. Because <laughs> yeah. I have friends that were on probation, and they were like, I can't smoke, smoke weed. weed. right. Yeah. So they were like, let's smoke this fucking Sunoco powder that we just bought at the gas station. <laughs> They used to sell it at gas stations. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. nuts. It's it's almost like uh, I feel like weed mixed with computer duster in a way. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I had good times on computer duster. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're just bringing them all up, dude. That's what I'm saying. Is that's I just it's a good mix. But I don't know if you had like one solid experience that you really really enjoyed, even if it was just like yeah, I got fucked up on Saudi one time and had a good time. Like honestly, the most fun I ever had on Saudi during the trip, I popped my fucking collarbone out. <laughs> And I didn't even realize it until my dad got there. I called my dad and I was just like, something's wrong, come get me. And he's like, what? Like, I told him where, I didn't know what was wrong. I was having the best time of my life. But for some reason, I like, had to, I knew, I was like, alright, I'm a child. I need to go home at some point. Like, yeah. I don't know what that thought even was. But I remember riding my bike around like the pizza, uh, it's called Pizza and More, this pizza place. And I was just like riding my bike around the parking lot on salvia with my friends and then i fell on the bike and my shoulder popped out and then my friend was like 
I don't think he was trying to like put it back in. He was like trying to help me get up. But for some reason, I just pictured him as like a panda, and he had like a panda <laughs> head. I was like, this is fun, dude. These visuals are good. Yeah. That um, was the moment for you. When yeah. You that was like the heaviest I've ever tripped. Okay. I literally saw one of my friends with a panda head. <laughs> with like a normal body. And I'm like, this is incredible. That is exactly what I needed. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> okay. I think, um, you know, we've gone about 50 minutes. I like to try to keep them a little bit Hell short. Yeah, so we're about to wrap it up. But I did get you a gift. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, yeah. For the, if you want to open this up here. In this ghetto ass, just a uh, plastic bag that we're not going to have anymore. No way. <laughs> Dude, I needed one of these. I swear to God. I swear to God I needed a new it's toothbrush. A, tooth, a toothbrush and a single floss unit. You can use that at least two or three times if you need to. Dude, you could, oh, and I could pick with the other end? Yeah. You clean a fingernail? <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Good shit. I'm actually excited about this. One, because nobody has ever gotten me shit for coming on their podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I don't get them shit. Yeah. And two, dude, I literally needed a toothbrush. I looked at mine this morning. I was like, this thing has blood stains on it. And like, <laughs> All right. we go to war with our teeth. Yeah. For Well, the thing if about that one tell. is too. Yeah. The thing about <laughs> that one is uh, it's it's got kind of medium bristles. So okay. it's a little rougher. So you got to go gentle with yourself on this one. Okay. But a little, a little uh, dental advice my grandma told me. Her dentist let her know, uh, brush your gums because your teeth will take care of themselves. So, really? Yeah, a little. Uh, <laughs> I'm a big dental oral hygi- hygienist guy, so that's just. Uh, I need veneers, dude. <laughs> you should have got me veneers. <laughs> I should have just gone out and got, uh, got you grills. Give me grills yeah. for part two, yeah. dude. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about God and grills. That's yep. going to be the whole thing. I'm in. <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate you coming out and recording with me. Yeah, thank you, man. What, what a wild journey that episode was. <laughs> the ups and the downs, the shits and the yetis, and, uh, and, and the get don'ts, you know? But seriously... Uh, so you should always brush your teeth in the morning, right? And then at nighttime, here's the routine. You floss first, you know, clear everything up with that. Then you brush your teeth, focus on the gums because your teeth will take care of themselves. And then mouthwash after that. Big, big oral hygienist there. I went to Juvie one time. Worst part of that was that they wouldn't let us floss because they thought we would kill ourselves with it. But uh, <laughs> I also did want to say... Yeah, I know Drew's not the only one that, like, hosts Raven Lounge, and he's not the only one that saved it. He even said it, you know. Big shout-out to Jay Simpson for that as well. But I was just giving him credits for that, and, uh, you know, if you want to come on and state what you did, you know, and, and let me know, you know, that you need credit for whatever. You know, come come fight me, actually. Fight me, and I think I would lose. I'll go down one punch straight up on God, bro. But, uh, nah, it was a good time. And uh, I'm glad Drew came out, and uh, I'm grateful that he's somebody that's in the comedy scene because he's very open to talking to everybody. Very cool guy. And also uh, wants to kill Jesus again. So uh, thanks, Drew, for coming out here. Do appreciate it. And uh, I hope you all have a great week. Thank you so much. I love you. Amen. Okay, bye. We got 48 comedians out here tonight, and uh, and you know what would make abortion clinics better? Is if they fed you the dead animals afterwards. Like, why don't we have animal crackers? You know who would have liked those animal crackers? The penguins in the zoo in 84 degrees. <laughs>